0: Welcome to Bible Education Institute. My name is Reverend Henry Kelly. Today we're going to be talking about Oswald Chambers. In Oswald Chambers, uh, most Christians who read a lot, whatever, um, next to the Bible, Oswald, Oswald Chambers' uh, daily devotional book is called My Upmost for His Highest. It's one of the best-selling books next to the Bible, and uh, I know when I first got it many years ago, it uh, changed my life. And then, uh, then I got his, then I was able to get his life story book. It's called Oswald Chambers: Abandoned to God. Uh, it says the life story of the author of My Atmosphere's Highest by David McDonough. Castland. That's David and McCasland is M-C-C-A-S-L-A-N-D. I've read this book. It's really good. It's a really good book. And it's just amazing how God used this man. So so Oswald Chambers was born in uh, July 24th of 1874 in Aberdeen, Scotland. Um, he died November 15th 1917 at age 43 in Cairo Egypt and I remember reading in his life storybook and said he died of a a ruptured appendix this was during World War One and um, he was like the chaplain for the English army and uh, he would hold services all the time and like you know teaching teaching times and all this and that's what took him out okay um, he said he was born to devout parents in Aberdeen, Scotland Chambers moved with his family in 1876 to Stoke on Trent when his father Clarence Chambers became home missions evangelist for the North Staffordshire Baptist Association then to Perth, Scotland when his father returned to the pastorate and finally to london in 1889 when clarence was appointed traveling secretary of the baptist total abstinence association at age 16 Oswald chambers uh, was baptized and became a member of rye lane baptist church even as a teenager chambers was noted for his deep spirituality and he participated in the evangelization In the evangelization of poor occupants of local lodging houses at the same time, Chambers also demonstrated gifts in both music and art. From 1893 to 1895, Chambers studied at the National Art Training School, now the Royal College of Art, and was offered a scholarship for further study, which he declined. For the next two years, he continued his studies of art in the University of Edinburgh, while being greatly influenced by the preaching of Alexandra white that's W-H-Y-T-E, pastor of free saint george's church while in Edinburgh, he felt called to ministry and he left the dunan college at small a small theological training school near glasgow found by the reverend duncan mcguigger chambers was soon teaching classes at the school and took over much of the administrative Administration when McGregor was injured in 1898. Um, While while teaching at the noon chamber, was influenced by Richard Reeder, Harris Harris, Casey, a prominent barrister and and founder of the Pentecostal League of Prayer. The barrister in England would be the same as an attorney here, or uh, an attorney in America. And other places but that's, that's how it was. Um, founder of the Pentecostal League of Prayer 1905 Reader introduced Chambers as a new speaker of exceptional power through the League. Chambers also met Jujia Nakata Holiness Evangelist from Japan who stimulated Chambers growing interest in World Evangelism 1906. And let me see... Uh, okay let's go to and now we're going to the end of his life the so chambers was stricken with a appendicitis on 17th october 1917 but resisted going to a hospital on the grounds that the beds would be needed by men wounded in the long-expected third battle of gaza on 29 october a surgeon performed an emergency act of appendectomy but chambers died 15 oh, november 15th of 1917 from a pulmonary, a pulmonary hemorrhage. He was buried in Cairo with full military honors. Before he died, Chambers had proofread the manuscript of his first book, Battle... Uh, let me see... Baffled, uh, Baffled to Fight Better, a title he had taken from a favorite line by Robert Browning for the remainder of his life at and at first under very... Straight in certain circumstances. Chambers uh, Widow transcribed the and published books and articles e- edited from the notes she had taken in shorthand during the Bible college years and at Zelton. Most successful of the 30 books was My Utmost His Highest in 1924. A daily devotional composed of 365 selections of Chambers talks each about 500 words. The work has never been out of print and has been translated into 39 languages. That's amazing and you can, um, I would advise you get it online. Um, you can also go to Abe Books and Thrift Books and stuff. And you can get it used, but you can get My Almost First Highest. You can get the classic edition now they call it, where it's in King James type thing, or you can get the, uh, I think it's called the updated, which is, uh, the updated version of My Almost First Highest. Uh, daily devotional by Oswald Chambers which is um, you know modern language but uh, yeah and it's really good you could also get his book about his life story uh, you can get that used uh, um, I'm, I'm sure you can get it new but if you just want to read it and stuff you can get it you know for low prices A book thrift, thrift books actually you can just go on your uh, search engine and you can just put it in Oswald Chambers uh, abandoned to God um the life story of well he's put abandoned to god by david mccaslin and that will pull it up and you can get it you can read all about it. fascinating life actually i just gave you a little tidbit just enough to get you interested because all these these guys that we talk about is um uh have made uh, uh, have made big contributions to christianity you know and i would just advise you to get it now Uh, So now if you're listening and you're not a Christian or you're not sure or whatever, uh, the way we go to heaven is by asking God to forgive us of our sins. Uh, Because we have all have broken God's 10 commandments and moral law, which you can find in the Old Testament of the Bible in Exodus chapter 20. And uh, let's just go through a little, uh, just a little bit of them. It. It's called the good person test. See how good person you are. Have you ever lied? That means, you know, even a little white lie when you're a child, whatever, one time. According to the Bible, if we just break one of the laws one time, you're guilty of all of it. You know? Um, have you ever looked, uh, Have you ever borrowed something, never brought it back? Or just just plenty, just stole it outright, whatever. Either way, it's considered stealing. Don't matter how long ago it was as a child, it doesn't matter. Um, therefore, we're guilty at, at his, uh, and because we like, didn't return into whatever the case may be, but we're guilty. Have you ever looked at another person with lust? According to Jesus, he said if you've ever looked at another person with lust, I would go and look at that pornography, whatever, um, then uh, we've already committed adultery in the hearts. So that's three commandments already. Have you ever hated anyone? uh according to the new testament it says if you ever hate anyone you've already committed murder in your heart and that's what four and there's ten you know you have that shot, that cr- uh make a graven image and we do that in our own mind we have a we create a god in our minds that's okay with everything we do that's not the god of the bible um and uh obey your mother and father uh or, or excuse me obey your father and mother that your days may be long and you know, some may, may have you know. Have you ever done anything wrong with them? Whatever. Um, thou shalt not covet. That means uh, not to want what somebody else has. And you know, it's just all that. You know, it's just it's real plain and real clear. Um, you know. And uh, there's a couple more there, but you get the point. We're guilty, so we need to come to God. Prayer is just talking to God. You know, and so you come to God with a sorrowful heart knowing you've broken his Ten Commandments, as if you would if you went before an earthly judge. You have a lot of tickets and you let it get built up and didn't pay for it and all that, so now you got fines and fees and all this other stuff going on. And the judge says, Well, um, you got to pay this much or you're going to jail, you know, and, and it's more than you thought it was and it's, it's way above what you can pay. And somebody you didn't know just came pay the fine. Now the judge can legally let you go free. That's what Christ did. Jesus walked on earth three, three and a half years. He preached the gospel, which is the good news, and how to get to heaven. Then he allowed himself to be taken by the religious leaders. Um, they punched his face and everything like that to where it was unrecognizable. Then they handed him over to the Romans because they said he broke their laws, which wasn't so. Um, and he allowed himself to be whipped. And with, they had the cat of nine tails whip, which had uh, metal and bones in the back. When you whip somebody, you pull it back. You rip skin out and blood's flying everywhere and bone's showing and all like that. It makes you weak. And so then so then Christ, then he gave you this big giant log tree thing that's in the shape of a cross. And you got to drag that up a hill. And of course, he was too weak. So they got another another person named Simon. And um, he helped to take it up three because he couldn't. And then they laid him on the cross, put giant uh, nails with his hands and feet, and put it where he had to hold up to breathe. That was part of the Roman's judgment. And then, um, and while he was up there and suffering, and right before he died, he says, "Father, it is finished," which means the debt has been paid. It's just like you know, if you're in court, you got to pay a fine, or or if you've murdered someone or whatever, you got to pay the you have to pay the penalty for that crime, for the earthly judge, you know. And this is, you're talking about the God of the universe. So that's why Christ had to come. So now you know, when you read the 10 commandments, God's moral law that he's also wrote in your heart. And that's when you read it, it convicts you. But um, Because the law shows us that we're guilty, the 10 commandments. So now you know you're guilty and there's no way out. You need a savior. name you must humble yourself before God as God to forgive you of all your sins and then transfer the trust from yourself to Christ alone as you would a parachute. If you're in a plane about to crash and you got a parachute, you're holding off a dear life because you're going to have to make a jump and this go going to save you from that jump to come. You got some other people don't believe it's crashing or drunk or whatever and they're making fun of you. You don't care because you know it's coming. And that's what Jesus is. Jesus will save you from the judgment to come. And once you're saved, uh, once you repent of your sins, which is asking God for forgiveness, you transfer the trust to Christ alone, uh, from yourself to Christ alone, And start reading the Bible daily without fail and doing what it says. And then when you die, you will not have to worry about going to hell. That fear part will be gone because now you're going to heaven. For those who go to hell because they reject God, now God has to reject them because they rejected Him, and they'll be in hell where they'll have a a prepared body, especially just for that torment, they'll be on fire, feeling all the pain, and be tormented by demonic beings, and having the memory that they could have come to God at any time, but didn't, and that's for forever and eternity, where there's no time, and being tormented like that, that's so what the Bible says, there'll be gnashing of teeth, it's so horrible, you just gnash, you, you grind your teeth down, you know, That's just how bad it is. And you can avoid that by coming to Christ. But you've got to humble yourself as a child. That's why it says, come as little children, right? And it doesn't matter what you've done, it, it doesn't matter. If you go that way, God's way, then you can be with Him no matter what. You may have to pay the price on earth, but you'll be with Him forever spiritually. Because the Spirit will never die. We have a soul and a spirit that doesn't die. The body will die, but we don't, but we get a new body when we get to heaven. So if, let me read some scripture real quick. Salvation scripture. Romans chapter 10, verse 9-13. Uh, that if you shall confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in thine heart, that God who risen from the dead shall be shall be saved for with a heart man believes in the righteousness and with the mouth confesses and may salvation verse 13. whosoever ever shall fall through uh, sheriff's call upon the name of the lord shall be saved uh first john chapter one through nine says if we confess our sins he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness and i'm reading these from the king james Romans chapter 12 verse 2 and be not conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of god okay if you want to support our uh, ministry you can also watch us on youtube and rumble um and all the podcast platforms here is uh stitcher spotify and apple if you like to support us uh you can you can send a check money or whatever the Bible Education Institute, or if you have any questions, whatever, you can write or email. And the address is uh, Bible Education Institute, 624 Tavola Road. Tavola's is T-Y-V-O-L-A Road, Suite 103-166, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28217. Ed- you can email us at Bible Education Institute at gmail.com. We will send you a Bible if you can't afford one. We'll be glad to send you one. Or if you have any questions, whatever, you can just shoot me an email. Phone number is 910-747-5215. Uh, here is um, some resources, you can watch on YouTube, and go to the website, Living Waters with great comfort, LivingWaters.com, Answers in Genesis with Ken Ham, AnswersInGenesis.org, Well Builders with David Morton, WellBuilders.com. Dr. Walter Martin, Waltermorton.com. You can watch this on YouTube, it's fantastic, and you'll learn a lot, and it'll really wake you up. It's 23 Minutes in Hell with Bill Weiss. Uh, and if you go to YouTube, don't forget to please click, i click and subscribe and hit the bell of notification. Put a thumbs up there would be great, um, and that way you will be notified all the time. Um, you can uh, you can also get um, now the YouTube videos and Rumble and stuff. Those are sermons, but you watch it. You know it's good. Um, a little different from the podcast. Um, and you can get books and Bibles at A Books, Thrift Books, Amazon Online, or, you know, Barnes and Nobles, whatever. Also, another great resource is TCT Network. You can put that on your, um, search engine, and, um, you go to TCT Network, and when it pulls up, you go to on-demand programs, and, you go, and these three are very good to learn. Faith and History with William Federer, Ancient Judaism. Wisdom. Ancient Jewish Wisdom with Rabbi Daniel Leppin and Journey Through the Bible with Jimmy Snow. And until next time, remember, get right with God. That means repent. And, I'll, and we'll talk next time. God bless.